0: Good afternoon and welcome back to From Heels to Wheels. Today's October 16th. It's Saturday and it's probably been about two weeks since my last recording. Um, so much has gone on in the last couple of weeks that I want to fill you in on. Um, if some of this is redundant, I apologize for that. Um, I usually don't listen to the podcast once I've you know, gone ahead and uploaded it. So if... This is something that you've heard before. Just, just remember that sometimes I just can't remember everything. Um, <clears throat> so since my last um, podcast, I had some developments that I'd like to share with you all. I had apparently the very last PET scan that I had. I had a CT scan followed by a PET scan a couple days apart, and um, Something showed up on my PET scan that had not shown up on the CT, or at least it wasn't completely visible And it was nothing that had been there before. So if you remember I had three chemos followed by a full hysterectomy and three more chemos And the in-between CT scan that I had done Which was right before the surgery was scheduled didn't show this spot which they're finding on this recent ct and pet scan um, my doctor's very very good and she's <coughs> excuse me and she's very um, thorough and aggressive in her treatment and so she wanted to make sure that this wasn't something new developing uh, perhaps it was just hiding before and it showed up now or it was a residual from the cancer that I was treating for, even though she had established that I was in remission. So they sent, she sent me for, after having a meeting with several, my dog, my oncologist had a meeting with several um, radiologists. um, She decided that the best course of action um, was to go ahead and have me have a different kind of PET scan. So, this PET scan, um, you have to fast for six hours before you uh, can only drink water, but you can't drink water for a bit before the scan. They test your glucose level um, beforehand, and then they proceed with the PET scan. Um, Before, I'm getting ahead of myself, they do inject you with a dye, of course. Um, They brought me in for the PET scan. And of course, you know, tension is rising because you don't know um, what this all is about. So I was praying, stressed out about it. it. There was a lot going on that weekend. So my girlfriend's son was getting married that weekend. And I was very sad and disappointed that I wasn't able to fly to Maryland to make it. And then... The day of the PET scan um, was the day of the rehearsal dinner. So there were a lot of emotions going on in me. Um, And so the stress level was a little higher than usual. And as I was going through um, the PET scan, it was shorter than the last one was. I just kept praying, you know, if this is something that needs to be addressed, let it show on the scan. And we'll deal with it however we have to. And so the PET scan was done. It was a Friday. Um, There's a certain portal for the hospital that I can log on to. And on Saturday evening, my husband and I were sitting out on the patio. And I decided to check the portal. And lo and behold, the results were there. Um, It was a mass, not a mass, a spot. We don't know what it is exactly. Um, It's the size of a nickel. It's towards the back end of my pelvis. um, So it's closer to the tailbone, which makes it difficult for the doctor to go in and just biopsy it or do some kind of exploratory search to see what's going on because it's not um, in a location that's easily accessed. And considering it's so small, it's harder to do that. And so I immediately, you know, you jump to conclusions and I had not told my children. My husband was the only one that knew. No one else knew what was going on. Um, Simply because the doctor had declared I was in remission and my children were so happy about that, that I just did not want to add um, a damper into it. I thought, if this is nothing... Then I've worried them for no reason at all. Let them enjoy the fact that I'm in remission. But if this is something, then I I will definitely share it with them. So, <clears throat> on Monday, of course, it was a very long weekend um, because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get a hold. I wasn't going to call my doctor, um, you know, off on her weekend off. So Monday came, and I called into the office. And the nurse returned my call, and I told her that the scans were in. And, you know, I wanted the doctor to review them and let me know what we were doing. And so she called me back and said, you know, she, um, Mondays are her usual surgery days, and then I think Wednesdays as well. So she said she can put you on the calendar for Thursday, Thursday morning, and you can, you know, talk to her then. And she, I knew that my doctor wanted to review the scans and I knew that she wanted to consult and obviously that wasn't enough time for her to do that. So, scheduled it for Thursday around 10 a.m. and needless to say, it started off to be a very long um, week for me. Um, I decided, I think it was Tuesday, I decided that I was going to share this with my children, my husband kept urging me to tell them what was going on Um, even if it was worrying them they needed to know and I wasn't ready to do that but on Tuesday something came it just happened I just was on the phone with my daughter and I proceeded to tell her what was going on and it was a sense of relief for me one I wasn't trying to keep a secret anymore since I let her know and two, the amount of support that I received from her um, and calming was something that I really needed and I did not know that I would get that from a, a conversation with my daughter now my daughter is a social worker, She's uh, she has a master's in social work, so she's a therapist and going for her clinical license, um, so she's really good with listening and just open-ending questions and uh, the more I spoke about it, the easier it became to accept that I needed to wait until Thursday and whatever it was we would deal with. And of course, if I tell one, I have to tell the other. So then I had to uh, let my son know that evening. Um, my son is, is in law enforcement and I knew he was at work. So I try really hard never to put anything um, on his plate like that um, while he's at work. So I waited and I called him in the evening. talked and he also was very supportive and very encouraging and just said mom you know what whatever it is you know we'll deal with it he said but I really don't think that it's something that you should worry about you know Dr. P is a very good doctor and she's been really supportive in all of this um, treatment that you have received and she's very thorough etc etc so I felt a lot better. Of course, my children talked after that and I don't know what their conversation was, but that's what siblings are supposed to do, is talk to each other and you know, maybe they said to each other how worried they were and maybe they didn't. Whatever that was, I'm glad that they have each other to do that. And I didn't tell my oldest daughter um, simply because I just, I didn't want to worry her she has a lot on her plate. And so, (coughs) excuse me. And so I waited until Thursday. Um, I felt better and the days didn't seem quite as long when I was waiting for Thursday to talk to my doctor on Thursday. We, that Thursday we spoke, um, and she said that she had consulted with doctors with, you know, different doctors and, They were not sure exactly what it was. She thought that it could have possibly been the hematoma that I had from before and that it just left a spot um, or maybe what was left of it. Um, But she was baffled by the fact that it was something that was new because she had not only been, you know, done surgery on me, had seen what was there and took out what needed to be taken out but it was just weird that the fact that I was on chemo for so long after my surgery that something was showing up now so we we agreed that the best course of action right now is to um, treat it as if it were residual cancer and the way we were gonna be treating that was by my starting the chemo maintenance medication that she was gonna put me on. <clears throat> and, to, and I apologize for all this scratchy throat and coughing and I, I will tell you where that's coming from in a minute. And so she decided that that's how we were gonna treat it and in three months we're gonna go ahead and do another uh, CT scan this time and see what we're talking about and what it looks like so needless to say you know at the beginning when I was thinking about what treatments I would need I was like oh my lord am I gonna have to go through chemo again you know is this something that I'm gonna have to go through because I'm feeling so much better and I have so much more energy and I'm walking two plus miles per day and I am doing things in my house that I wanted to do and I rest when I need to, and, and but I'm very active, uh, more so than I was, you know, for a long time. And it was feeling really good not to be in bed, and I was concerned about chemo. Um, vanity kicks in, and I was concerned about losing my hair again um, because I have, you know, some of it has grown back. At least you cannot see my scalp right now, so that's good. Um, and I knew that by Christmas I would have some more hair and I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to be a, feel like a female again. And, you know, all the other things that come with the chemo and the treatment and all of that. And then on the other hand, um, an exploratory surgery was also not something that I was looking forward to because as you know, my very last experience with surgery, um, you know, was, was traumatic to a certain point with how I felt um, for weeks. And I did not want to go through that. Basically, the way I felt was, and I told my husband this, it's too soon. Like, I didn't expect anything, you know, for a long while. I, I expected that I would go on chemo maintenance. It's for two years. And then after that, something could develop but i didn't expect it this soon and so a lot of prayer a lot of self exploration a lot of coming to terms with myself um, had to take place i'm in a good place now is what i can say i am not thinking about december which would be when i have to have my ct scan I don't know if it's going to be before Christmas or after Christmas, but at any rate, whatever happens, um, we will deal with it at the time because that's all we can do. I was supposed to start uh, my chemo medication, I guess it was last, last Monday, and I had to put it off, well it was the Monday before I guess and I had to put it off for a week because I, with just my luck, I ended up having bronchitis. Um, We had gone to my granddaughter's uh, gymnastics class the Thursday before my, my PET scan, and I wore my mask, my husband did not. We're both fully vaccinated, but it was an open gym, and with a lot of children, of course, and who knows if my granddaughter you know, pick something up, you know, kids, they're little walking Petri dishes. (coughs) Excuse me. So I don't know where he picked up a cold, but he did. He picked up a cold. Um, For him, it was a cold. And for me, less than a week later, I started feeling sick and started coughing really bad. And as it turned out, it was bronchitis. Um, had to put a call in fortunately there's this virtual now that you can do so i didn't have to drive myself up to the doctor's office but i did um, do a virtual and she put me on antibiotics uh, an amazing cough medicine with a decongestant and an inhaler ran that full course of you know antibiotics and all of that and Uh, the doctor, my oncologist, was aware of what was going on because I communicated it to her, and she said, wait until you're um, feeling better, and then, you know, once your symptoms have resolved, then you can start your chemo maintenance pills. And, of course, the pills came in, like, that Tuesday. And so I waited over the weekend. I toyed with starting that Sunday, because I was off the medication on Saturday completely. And I thought maybe I should start it on Sunday. And I thought, you know what, <clears throat> let me give myself a full 24 hours after I've been you know, on medications for this bronchitis and see if, you know, just gives me one more day. So I had to have a blood test done before I started the medication, which I did. And my levels were pretty good. Um, and I started the chemo maintenance pills. I'm on Zajula, <clears throat> which is uh, two capsules. I think they're 100 milligrams each, if I'm not mistaken. And I take that at bedtime with an ondansetron because one of the side effects of this medication um, is to have you know, nausea. So I start it Monday night. Um, I think... What I've been doing, this has worked for me. I have dinner early, um, earliest probably 4:30 to 5 ish, and I don't consume anything after that. If I get hungry, which I do because it's so many hours, by the time I go to bed, um, <clears throat> I'll either have um, a Jello or a piece of fruit, something light for my stomach. Um, I I think that that is probably the best that I can do because I noticed that I am not getting the nausea. However, one of the nights I did have some nausea, woke me up in the middle of the night. Uh, fortunately, I was I could take on Dancitron every, I think it's six hours, and I, and I was ready for it at that time. And I did take another one and finally was able to settle my stomach and I fell asleep. Um, the only difference that I noticed for that specific day, because every other night I've taken one dance citron and I don't take any more during the day and I'm fine. One uh, thing that I didn't notice was that that evening um, I had my dinner <clears throat> and I ended up, I eat in a small bowl um, and this was like a rice dish that I had made. And It was so good. And finally, my appetite was coming back um, from having been on all the medications for bronchitis that it tasted so good to me that I went ahead and added a little more onto my bowl after I finished my first serving. And that was the only difference that I noticed. So I realized, okay, I have to eat light, small meals and not fill up on anything. And since then, um, the nausea is very minimal. I get up in the mornings and I feel um, sometimes just a little unsettled, but it's not like a nausea like my friend this morning said, like pregnancy nausea. I was, no, nothing close to that. It's kind of just a queasiness, kind of like, a, oh, I'm not ready to eat. My stomach is growling. I'm hungry, but I'm not ready to eat yet. And so I get up in the morning and I drink my cup of coffee and I wait until I feel the urge to really eat something and then I eat light. Um, I eat very small portions and you know, my doctor had said, if if you feel unsettled, just have small portions throughout the day, which is what I've been doing. Um, So just for an example today, I had my coffee, I waited a while, I made some oatmeal, um, I had a half of a bowl I served myself in the same small bowl, um, half of a bowl of oatmeal and, and I was good for a while. Um, midday I had, uh, yesterday I had ordered a Greek salad and I had only eaten like a portion of it. That was my dinner and so I went ahead and finished the salad for lunch. Um, in between lunch and what will be my dinner in about an hour, I had a... Um, Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I had some cantaloupes. I cut up a fresh cantaloupe. Unfortunately, lately the fruit is just not very sweet. But at any rate, I had a small bowl of cantaloupe and some water and I'm feeling good. Um, So the smaller portions help to keep the nausea at bay. Mm I the last day and a half, I have been noticing a little bit of fatigue, but it's not anywhere close to the fatigue that I had when I was on chemo. It's more of a, oh, I just did too much and I'm a little tired. And I noticed it yesterday for the first time. Um, I was noticing it a little bit a couple of days ago, but yesterday for the first time, I was doing stuff around the house. They had um, my office, since I resigned, send me two FedEx boxes filled with my personal belongings from the office. And I started to go through them. I got it a few days ago. Didn't feel up to going through it more emotionally than physically. And so I I did yesterday go through it, which led to the organizing or reorganizing, I should say, of my granddaughter's toy storage area that we have inside the house. And then that led into my scrapbook room closet organization. So I was doing stuff and it was a few hours. I took a break um, to have lunch. I talked to a good friend of mine for a while, about an hour over the phone. And then I finished what I was doing, and then I told my husband, it it probably was about 3.30ish, and I said, you know what, I'm feeling tired, and I almost feel like I just want to lie down for a little bit, which I'm not a napper, never have been unless I'm really sick, and I don't like to go to bed since my chemo ended, Um, I don't like to be in bed unless it's bedtime, but I decided to just relax and lay down for a bit, and uh, it was Friday, so we ordered pizza, and I had the salad, and and then I, you know, I felt fine. So I've been listening to my body, but I have noticed that I'm a little more fatigued than usual. Um, <clears throat> today, uh, there was a little barbecue birthday party for um, for a good friend of ours, and so my son told us about it and he was going to go and there were a few people that were going and I just did not feel like I wanted to be anywhere but home um, because I'm a little bit tired um, because I haven't had the opportunity to have the house all to myself in a very long time um, because I felt like my husband needed to get out of the house you know and enjoy company with friends and all of that just because I couldn't go or didn't feel up to going didn't mean he couldn't go. So he was just uh, picked up just about half an hour ago. A friend of a family came by and picked them up on the way to the barbecue. And it's about maybe 15, 10, 15 minute drive from my house. Um, and I just decided to stay home and and record because I didn't want to miss out on recording this week. And I'm probably going to lie down and read a book or maybe watch some TV. I'm taking care of my son's uh, dog, and I love him so much. He's such a sweet dog. He, he's a pit bull, but the friendliest and sweetest and and laziest pit bull I've ever met. And so, I'll feed him later, and then take him on a short walk. Um, we've been doing three walks a day. They were originally last week longer walks. But this week, because I'm a little bit more tired, um, they've been the morning and, and midday walks are short. They're more for potty purposes. And then the evening, um, after his dinner has digested, it's usually, you know, a little bit longer. We walk around the neighborhood and, and just, you know, do that and, and that's it. So he's really easygoing he loves to lie down, um, and you know, he sleeps at my feet, won't let me move. And so I'm fine with just, you know, keeping company with him. And just relaxing today. Um, I think I think things are gonna be, you know, easing up. I don't know how long these side effects are gonna last, um, <clears throat> but they're not really anything that keep me from moving around and doing things and just pacing myself. I am waiting to just kind of see because some people in a blog that I read said that they. Felt uh, fine for the first two weeks and then had side effects. The doctor told me that some people that have no side effects during chemo have side effects when they take this medication and vice versa. And since I had side effects during chemo, perhaps I'm one of the lucky ones. Um, one thing, though, they had to put me on a very low dosage of uh, Blood pressure medication simply because my blood pressure since chemo has been higher than the normal range, and on top of that, the zujula raises your blood pressure. So um, I woke up, I guess it was Wednesday, with a really bad headache, and my blood pressure was really a lot higher than it than normal. And so the doctor placed me on that, and so far things are, you know, feeling better, and um, you know, it's all working out. So that is pretty much uh, my update on Monday I will be going for a full panel of blood work to include my cancer markers of all kinds um, because it's time to do those and hopefully my levels my CBC levels are good so that there's no adjustment needed on my medications and um Other than that, I mean, the weather here in Houston is beautiful today. It's currently 74 degrees. The sun is out nice and shiny. So it still feels very warm because it is sunny, but it's much more comfortable than it's been in a long time. And so I'm hoping that the temperatures will continue to drop um, considerably so that we can, you know, sit outside and not feel like we're in a sauna and enjoy. what's, you know, what's our fall here in Houston, which is not a very, very good fall compared to, you know, the East Coast. Um, that's about all that I have for you right now. I'm sure that I'm missing something and, oh, I did miss something. I ran into, uh, couple days ago, I guess last week sometime, I ran into a good friend of mine that uh, went through yoga teacher training with, and I hadn't seen her in a long time. And obviously life changes people's lives and their course of action and their road and their journey. Um, But we ran into each other sitting. I was sitting at a Starbucks having a coffee after, um, I guess it was after my blood work and I never do that. I always might get a coffee there and then just drive and drink it on my way home. But that day, I just decided I really wanted to just drink my coffee and enjoy the day and sit outside. And so I'm glad I did because I ran into her and we had a wonderful conversation and touched base and caught up and it was really nice. And we've agreed to meet for lunch uh, soon so that we can catch up some more. So serendipity, right? Who knew? um, that I would run into her on a day that I would normally not have stayed, um, in that area. So everything happens for a reason. And God always places us in different locations and uh, experiences so that we can reconnect. And it was really nice to see her. I I care very deeply for her. Um, other than that, that is pretty much all that I have, uh, for today. I, really wanted to kind of update you all. Um, Please keep me in your prayers for those that are praying for me, um, for those that have, you know, have great positive vibes, send those my way when you think of me. Um, Because obviously this is a road that is long and is arduous and it is, you know, sometimes mentally debilitating. Um, But I am feeling better and mentally and physically and spiritually, I'm strong. And I know that this too shall pass. I thank you for listening. Um, Hope to get back on next week. Um, I don't like to skip weeks in between, but obviously with the bronchitis and that coughing that I had, it was impossible to do so. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to one another. Um, Show those around you that you love them. Tomorrow is not promised, so why not take advantage of today to say and do the things that you want to. Take care of yourselves, be safe out there, continue to encourage vaccination um, so that we can all finally be able to go out there and enjoy life, especially for those of us that have, you know, immune compromised systems. And we want to obviously be able to go out there and enjoy life as well. Take care. God bless you all and have a great weekend. Until then, this is Marilyn signing off from Heels to Wheels. Bye now.